Welcome to Gain That Tune. so excited i can't even curse properly to start the show man welcome back everybody it's game that tune uh it's a special special show tonight as uh you know those who are watching this live on twitch know you know david's uh david's brought a new level of regality to game that tune to the you know as the champion clearly humble in victory uh you know (laughs) Gotta... I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to jump in, but I believe you mean August Absurdity Champion David has brought in. <laughs> As I said, <laughs> yeah. August Absurdity Champion, the King of Absurdity. That might be his new title for the show. The David. Absurd King. Yeah, the Absurd <laughs> King Fleming. He's like <laughs> He's like the king from a, uh, you know, Game of Thrones that, you know, just went mad and started burning everybody. You know, he's not the bad king, he's the absurd king. So, David, be forewarned. Don't uh you know, don't let the power go to your head any more than it already has. Silence um, fools. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? That's Now that's a sound we need on the soundboard. It's just silence. <laughs> <laughs> That needs to come up any time the conversation veers just a little too far off course. <laughs> uh, but anyway, anybody it's... can just call it in. Like, okay, hit the sound. Hit the yeah. sound. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's game that tune. Uh, it's your boy John Harrington here. We got John Regan. Say what's up. What's up? Yay! yay. We got Jesse. Say hey. Hey. And we've got August Absurdity Champion and the King of Absurdity himself. David Fleming, say hi. Hi. There you go. A nice regal hi. <laughs> so, um, David, if you just joined us for the first speak time. speak in the royal we all night <laughs> in third Ooh. person? <laughs> we would like we it can, if you would do that. <laughs> we, we can accommodate. <laughs> <laughs> that must happen. Um, so if it's just your first time joining us on Game That Tune, what we do here is we listen to video game music. We each brought three songs from a game. Uh, we listen to the songs, hear a little bit of trivia, try and guess the uh, games based on the songs, goof off, have some fun. Um, and the winner at the end of the night, or at the end of uh, certain tournaments, gets to pick the theme for the next episode, as David was victorious for the month of August. Uh, this is now, instead of our 31st episode, this is our third episode, <laughs> meaning we're listening to music from the third entry in uh, in series. So it should be an interesting show, because if you know your game that tune history, we've actually already used a lot of great number threes in this uh, in this show. So, you know, it's uh, going to be a little challenging. It's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, I think we're in for a real treat. And we have a we have a fan request again. Um so yeah, uh, anything <laughs> else? Anything else, my liege? Before uh, before we begin the show, we may begin. <laughs> you heard it. Game one.
I like it. Starts yeah. off in a good groove. Yeah. yeah. That's Grooving. Some, some bass. Mm. Sounds so, you all so seem, that you all seem there's sufficiently like, perplexed. There's it like this so one familiar. part where it's, it's like killing me. it's a version of something I've heard before, but in a different yeah. style, and it like oh. stops right before it gets to the part that would be super familiar. It's like here it comes, here it comes. Nope, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> it, it's like a fucking you know, yeah, just like Spanish guitar psych out. It's ridiculous. Like <laughs> it's killing me. <laughs> so um, I take it that you guys might want some trivia then. Please, yes. for yeah. the love of God. 
All right, so uh, this game features uh, an additional extra fight against a character who is a guest from another franchise. Originally, the developers wanted to use a different character from this franchise, but were afraid that if they used her, it would be seen as advocating violence against women. Okay. This will help you guys at all, but this series is basically known for like three songs, and almost every song in this game is a remix <laughs> of one of those songs. That last song that, is one of the few original songs, and it was really, really hard to find music that didn't immediately give it away. Right. Yeah. That uh, that second song, yeah, you know the you know whatever that fucking you know part was, that was like enough of a clue, and then. Uh, uh, surprisingly, <laughs> the trivia actually was uh, the the real giveaway for me. <laughs> um, how you guys doing, John and Jesse? Feeling good? Uh, nope. <laughs> Wait, I have an idea. I feel like that last song had elements of like a Zelda game in it. I could swear to God that da 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 da, da like the final dungeon music of Original hmm. Zelda or something. I can Maybe see not. that. It, it def- it's definitely a song that gets you pumped for a fight. Hmm. Yeah. All right, I have a guess. 
All right, here you go. So I hate it. Shall we see him? Yeah, um, I guess it's terrible. All right, so um, Jesse says Street Fighter 3. John Regan says huh. Street Fighter 3. That is incorrect. John Carrington oh. says Punch Out for Wii. Johnny, hit that special sound. Oh, the special sound. TKO! <laughs> yeah. Punch Out for Wii. That's I'll take funny. it. <laughs> oh, man. That game, uh, you know. Me and that game had a short-lived history. That was uh, one of my, <laughs> you know, quick purchase, beat the beat the game really, really fast, and then uh, try and return it and get my money back because uh, it was fun, but oh so short. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they uh, they made Punch Out easier as it turns out. You know, twenty years after the fact or how like shit. It was a long time after the original Punch Out came out. It was like fifteen years after like Super Punch Out came out. But, uh, yeah, it was a yeah man, great pick. It's a great game. <laughs> well, and it's all the music is amazing because it's basically the exact same song, but in so many different styles. Like, there's yeah. disco version, there's German, like, marching band version. I really, really wanted to use the Soda Popinski version, which is just the Russian <laughs> men chorus. Oh, <laughs> man. You honestly should have. And if that's not your bonus music, it really should be. <laughs> so, God, I love everything about Soda Popinski. <laughs> Uh, you know, or as no one has, you know, called him in years, Vodka Drunkinski. <laughs> uh, man, like, you know, the punch the series got less racist over time. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess hope they, so. they added characters so. that weren't strictly, like, stereotypes based on their countries. I mean, is there a stereotype about, like, I don't know, they, they had, like, an Irish guy for Super Punch-Out, and then again for, like, Punch-Out Wii. There's no... Like, thing about, like, Irish guys being tricky or anything. Like, all the negative <laughs> stereotypes about Irish people involves whiskey. So, uh, well, It's like yeah. they still use stereotypes, but they're stereotypes that nobody cares about. Like, the German guy <laughs> is this... No, he, the German guy is this, like, World War One fighter soldier. It's like, nobody thinks Germans are, like, World War One era barons. Like, I yeah, exactly. <laughs> Germans have mustaches and wear a lot of brown. Dude, that's racist. Yeah, <laughs> so, you know, I would, I would love the, to see uh, video game series get more racist as it goes on. <laughs> what? Uh, I do love, uh, you know, Love Glass Joe just being uh, the worst fighter of all time, and I take it as you know, as a, you know, based on him being French. You know, he's a cowardly man. He just uh, you know, he can't win a boxing match. He, or actually, he did at one point. He's one in ninety nine. So, you know, gotta love that. Um... But yeah, uh, I just uh, you know, think about I, the trivia. So, um, mm. for anybody who doesn't know, uh, the game features yes. an optional like fight against Donkey Kong. <laughs> Love that. They wanted to use Princess Peach as the optional boxer, <laughs> but then yeah. they decided, eh, you know, after a while, Maybe she should get like bruises and bandages on her <laughs> face, and that's probably not okay. But I totally would have loved to see Peach with like a ponytail well, and a sports bra, like beating the hell out of you. Yeah. On the other hand, though, you know, are you the saying quality. that that woman can't box? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, hey, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of a fine line you got to walk there. You know, I don't know. Making a game, even a part of a game, centered around punching a woman, just doesn't really fly, especially when she's the only woman in the game. Well, that's true. If she's the only woman, yeah. Then it's like, if they yeah, just made a. They made a mixed-gendered fighting uh, boxing game. You know, if like they made a super macho woman or Mrs. Sandman, 
or uh, Donna Flamenco or, or Queen Tyson. Hippo. I like, with, I like how you went with Mrs. Sandman instead of Sandwoman. That <laughs> <laughs> seems like the far more easy way to go. No, 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 no. <laughs> I want Michelle Tyson. Yeah. Damn it, I was going to say that, you son of a bitch. <laughs> But yeah, so if they just had, you know, if they had, like, you know, equal gender representation, then yeah, let Peach fight. But that, see, really, mm-hmm. the bonus fight also maybe should have just been Mario, because he was the ref in the original game, and he and Little Mac seemed like they were about the same stature. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's the only thing I can make sense of for, like, Peach being it is she's, you know, she's small and dainty, like Little Mac, who's, like, five foot eight, 100 pounds. Like, <laughs> you know, he's the world's smallest boxer fighting the world's largest boxers <laughs> you know it's uh well that's one of the things that i always thought was weird it's like oh little mac he's so small you know he's only like five six or whatever he weighs 100 pounds but if you also if you look at his bio he's 17 years old <laughs> like some of these guys are in their 40s yeah exactly really unfair hey but if you can fight you can fight man you know yeah. if you can figure out how to beat somebody using you know pattern recognition and you know well-timed punches to the gut you know, you can uh, you can become world champion, even if you're, you know, some kid from Brooklyn who has, like, you know, some kind of developmental disorder or something. <laughs> Poor old man. He's just so small. <laughs> he drank so much coffee when he was 12. <laughs> hey, hey, let's, let's not sit there and talk about how small he is, because there are some people who are only, like, three inches taller than little Mac is. So, yeah, yeah. Let's, and, not, let's not go into this, okay? Well, you, you know better than to become a boxer. You know, we'll, we'll <laughs> say that for people who are that stature who might be on this podcast. Um, but yeah, man, uh, you know, I bought Punch-Out for Wii, and I, I seriously think I beat it in, like, an afternoon, and I bought it because it was packaged with, like, an extra nunchuck, and, like, my nunchuck had broken. And uh, so <laughs> I immediately... Uh, I was working at Blockbuster at the time, and I went there, and I swapped it out for the copy that's on the shelf, but I didn't swap out, like, anything except the insert for the box. So I took the box where, it, instead of saying, not labeled for resale, it had a barcode on it, and then took that to Walmart and got my money back, because it was <laughs> a same-day purchase. Smooth Johnny. <laughs> you know, it's the game I was playing back then. You know, yeah, exactly. You know, boom. I, <laughs> I acquired a free nunchuck, thanks to, thanks to Punch-Out Wii. That's my story of uh, fucking over the system. But, uh, yeah, the game was a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, I never played Super Punch-Out, so I wasn't aware of, like, uh, you know... I was like, oh, these guys are new to me. Bear Hugger and the Irish guy and... Uh, fuck, who else was in there? Help me out here, David. Um, Disco uh, Kid. <laughs> there was... Well, Disco Kid was brand new. Right. Bear Hugger and... Um, I think Aaron was his name? Yeah, something the like Irish that. Irish guy? Right. Um... They were from Super Punch Out, and everybody else was from the NES Punch Out. Yeah. Great Tiger and Piston Hondo. And yeah. Punch Why did Ford. they change his name to Piston Hondo? I mean, really, you know, is is Honda so copyright. you know serious about copyrights that you know nobody else from Japan can be named Honda? Come on. Yeah. I think they just wanted to like hedge their bets. Probably. But. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the game. Sandman, Super Macho Man. Yeah, it was so weird, though, getting to, like, the end of, uh, you know, Punch Out on Wii, because, like, now all of a sudden, like, Mr. Sandman's the final fight, and it's like, man, there's no Mike Tyson, there's not even Mr. Dream, you know, I guess you can fight Donkey Kong, but, like, Final Boss being Mr. Sandman just somehow felt wrong. It's like, no, you're, like, the second to last guy. You're supposed to be hard as hell, you know, but, 
I seriously, you know, I ran through that game in like a fucking day. And I played a little bit of the second like, mode, and yeah, that was uh, that was pretty fun. Where everybody comes back with their reinforcements to you know try and beat Little Mac. Um, I love the fact that um, the like the second fight against Mr. Sandman, he's wearing black trunks with black gloves, and he's yes. got his hair like shaved on the sides. Like you're Mike Tyson. <laughs> you're you're dressed as Mike Tyson. You're winking before you're punching. You're, you're yeah. Mike Tyson. Perfect. You know, this might, I don't remember if this predated the face tattoo or not, but that would have been an extra awesome touch. Like, Mr. Sandman just gets the tribal ink, and it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> but I did like, uh, in the second mode, when you're fighting King Hippo, his whole thing, he just, he fucking, like, duct taped a manhole cover over his stomach so you can't punch him there. Like, that's <laughs> Yeah, totally. <laughs> just like it's legal for the Irish guy to use a boxing glove on a rope. <laughs> Like, yeah, that's, yeah. Well, that's the thing that I thought was so weird. It's like some of them were just like, oh, yeah, um, Glass Joe has headgear on. King Hippo has a manhole cover taped on. You know, the Irish guy has a has a weapon in the ring. And then you have guys like Von Kaiser who he gets a haircut. And that's the only <laughs> thing different. Like, Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, you know when the Germans moves, get the haircut. I look sharp. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling really confident because I went to fucking supercuts and they cleaned me up real nice. So now we're gonna have a new fight. Uh, so I'm gonna throw a different punch every now and then. But uh, yeah, you know, um, I don't know. Punch Out Wee was a lot of fun. You know, for that day that I played it and then kept the nunchuck. The uh, I don't remember the motion controls working for shit. Not when I was playing, at least. I definitely played a classic NES style. Um, but uh, yeah, it was good. Yeah. Did you ever get, like, the free, I think it was, like, a Club Nintendo thing, like, uh, Doc Lewis's Punch-Out, where you could either, was it you could fight yes. Doc, or you could play as Doc? No, you <laughs> could fight as Doc, and it was, did anybody else play that? Uh, no, actually, I didn't. <laughs> Spent my Club Nintendo a, points on other things. It was a Club Nintendo reward, and I got it, and it was amazing, because, like, you play through one round that's just kind of practice, and then you play one round that's just, like, slightly harder practice, and then you have, like, an actual round against him, and he'll sit there, and the best part is he will heal himself by eating a chocolate bar. Nice. And then, like, the actual match, you can punch it out of his hand, and when you do that, he gets so pissed. It's like, no, that's it. You've done it now, man. And he rips <laughs> off his hoodie, and he's got a leopard print hoodie underneath it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I God. That's what I should have used for the bonus music, is because it plays the, the Punch Out song, but it's got like a 1970s funk version. You oh, have man. to look it up. It's amazing. Hell yeah. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Glad they, uh, you know, moved slightly more progressive in that message. I mean, you know, we all know black people love chocolate. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's nice that they're moving past these, you know, these Speaking weird you know, of, racial uh, things. Shows getting more racist as they go along. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait we're to past next the song. We're 25 minutes in. Yeah, but we're past the giving a fuck stage again that tune. But um <laughs> yeah. So um anybody else uh John, what do you what do you got to say about Punch-Out? Any uh, any version of Punch-Out? I I mean, god, I can never make it past like the third or fourth guy on the NES Punch-Out. I really sucked at it. Jeez. I can never figure out the patterns. Hmm. That's uh, that's sad, John. <laughs> yeah, at least. So that's one of the things that I loved about Punch Out. It's not really a boxing game. It's basically a puzzle. Yeah, game. Yeah, really is. You know, easiest puzzle in the game: Don Flamenco. Just don't <laughs> mess up the button presses. 
Yeah. The other ones, some somewhat confusing. Yeah. And then as the game goes on, ridiculously hard. But uh, but yeah. I don't know. Punch Out's great. Hope they make some new ones. I'm glad that Little Mac made it into uh, Smash Brothers. So yeah, that, and that's yeah, that's where I've been you know hearing the the music lately is the fucking boxing ring stage in the new Smash Brothers. You know the Punch Out music in you know the remixes for that. I think are probably just the same ones they made for Punch Out on Wii. And, uh, yeah, they're fucking great. It's like perfect, like, jogging music. And, uh, perfect fighting music. Imagine that. <laughs> but, um, cool. Great pick, David. Um, shall we, uh, shall we keep it going, Jenny? Yes. Sweet. Game two.
This is the fan request, is yes. it not? <laughs> okay. Sweet. Um, this comes to us from a good friend of the show, Alex Messenger. Ooh. Hello, Alex. Hello. Uh, trivia for this game, which the trivia is kind of awkwardly worded because <laughs> I had to find a way to word it without giving it away. Oh, good. oh please. You could have just given it away, but, you know, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a fan request. Um, yeah. <laughs> This is the best-selling RPG that stars this character. What? <laughs> because this this character may have appeared in multiple RPG series, and of all the RPGs across all the series, this has sold the most out of all of them. All right. Okay.
Jesse currently channeling his inner Zatoichi, I assume, to put himself in a state of game-guessing readiness. Good name. Name drop. Fucking I'm right, a man. big fan of Zatoichi, the blind sword. Yeah. So anyway, Zatoichi 3, that's my guess. Wait, no. Yes. <laughs> What's that? God, should, is that the one where the guys a... try to trick him, and when they play dice, and even though he's blind, he knows they're trying to kill, trick him, so he they kills them all. Make a bunch of blind samurai games where it's just a lot of really great sound effects, and it's just yeah. a black screen. <laughs> <laughs> How much would you pay for this game? <laughs> it's like a Daredevil game. Come on, yeah. it writes itself. So, All right. <laughs> so, All right, so do we have some guesses? Yeah. Oh, nice guess, John. <laughs> Damn it, John. Uh, John Regan says Street Fighter 3. That is incorrect. Oh. Um, Jesse and John both say Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story, which is correct. Yay, yay. Uh, I'll, I'll confess I kind of cheated on that one because this request came straight to our uh, shared Twitter account. So uh, I totally knew which uh which game was uh, being played there? But still, it's uh, it's great music, and uh, thank you yeah. for that request. Well, now you can under now you can understand how like why I had to word it because like I can't say it's the best selling Mario RPG. <laughs> I can't say it's the best in this series because it outsold all the Paper Mario games too. Right? Like it's the best. What? Man, it's, I'm so you know, disappointed because it's the I... best selling RPG in which. The game takes place inside of the series villain. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Japanese man. only release. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so disappointed because I totally read that Facebook message. Not <laughs> all about it. Like as oh, soon as you said, I was like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> I read that. Jeez, John. Yeah, I think you favorited it, and then I fucking saw it and just sent it on to David. Like we all collaborate on this request, and you you totally blew it. Uh, so flawless. basically, what I'm hearing is Jesse's the only one who gets the point. Yes, that's that's actually fair. I will recuse my point in this in this case. John gets three bonus points for being awful. Wait, no. Hey, wait, no. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, sorry. No, the twist scoring doesn't come till the end God of the game. God damn it. <laughs> it's Mario Party yes points, rates. right? No, I said three points. Uh, so, um, yeah, um, the Mario and Luigi series, uh, fun series. It's been featured on the show before. I know it's, uh, David, one of the things you enjoy. Um, I do enjoy it. Yeah, Excuse yeah. Me. We do enjoy it. Right. Nice. Um... You know, I never, uh, never got you know into the uh, the handheld uh, like anything well enough to uh, speak about it. But yeah, you know, it really seems like they put a lot of fun, uh, fun effort into these Mario and Luigi games. So uh, you know, David, give us the give us the dish. What's uh, what's the deal on Inside Story? I would say actually, Bowser's Inside Story is probably my second favorite in the series. Mm. Like, it's really hard to top the first one, but this one comes really close, and a lot of it comes with. You get to play as Bowser for like right. half the game. That's pretty that sweet. Cool. Yeah, which um, it's bas basically what happens is there's like a virus outbreak and they're trying to fix it, and Bowser tries to like kidnap the princess, and then everything gets messed up, and Bowser accidentally swallows Mario and Luigi. Right. Like the of main course. villain gives him this like magic block where he gets a like vacuum breath. And he just kind of swallows Mario and Luigi and Princess Peach. <laughs> Damn it, 
Yes. <laughs> are they are they shrunk or is he huge? <laughs> oh, he's uh, huge. They kind of shrink down as he swallows them. Just gets worse and worse. There's <laughs> no, there's so no elegant and mature really way to Japan talk about this. <laughs> so the game's basically split into two halves. You've got Bowser yeah. in like the o- <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what was there in that? You've got Bowser like in the overworld, kind of like an isometric 3D roam anywhere, like a typical RPG overworld. Right. And then you've got Mario and Luigi in like 2D platforming sections inside of Bowser. So Sweet. you get all these little mini games where like Bowser has to push down this big like block wall. So it goes to Mario and Luigi hitting neurons in his muscles to make him stronger so he can yeah. knock down the wall. Nice. It'd be great if it just takes place on top of his brain and you have to like <laughs> jump on the different things to make him just, you know, have reactions. Bowser if you mess up, it's just Bowser going like yeah, just Bowser having spasms. <laughs> Bowser, oh shit! Bowser shits himself. <laughs> it's, just, it's just hell for Bowser. <laughs> so wait, is, in the game is Bowser aware of what's happening, yeah. or is he just not ah. questioning this? Like, ah. <laughs> well, you um. There's also like this magic star sprite that goes with Mar and Luigi, and it's kind of their guy. So <laughs> Bowser talks to that, so he just thinks like, "Oh, there's just something inside of me just messing around," but he doesn't realize <laughs> it's Mar and Luigi. Nice. Uh, yeah, you know, those are questions better left unanswered for a game like this. Like, yeah, don't worry about what Bowser thinks. Yeah, he's got he's got two men inside of him, and they're dancing on his muscles and making oh. him, you know. <laughs> Something inside of me just messing around sounds like a review after like a bad date. Anyway, the game's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, no, the game does sound fun. I mean, that's the thing. These uh, these Mario and Luigi games are like charming as shit. They're just loaded with uh, all the wacky stuff that doesn't seem like it would ever make into the the main Mario series. So, uh, yeah, uh, very clever, funny writing. One of my favorite lines is like. Mario and Luigi are meeting up with Princess Peach, and it's like, oh, what's causing this outbreak? Could it be Bowser? And Bowser just storms in. It's like, oh, has someone paged the king of awesome? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. You know, more full of himself, Bowser is always uh, always a welcome addition. But, uh, yeah, I feel like this was a great request, and I feel like we can't keep talking about it because we're just going to keep on making what Jesse and John perceive to be double entendres. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jesse the well, King. If we're, going to move on, if we're going to move on, do want to give a shout out to the composer, Miss Yoko Shimomura. Good Once fan again. of the show. Yeah. yeah. You know, big part of the show. Shimmy, as we call her. We almost <laughs> picked her fan request, but she keeps requesting too many games. It's just yeah. lay off exactly. the clock. And, yeah. and yeah, Yoko, it's a little tacky to request your own games. As yeah, wonderful I'm as serious. the soundtracks are, give it a fucking rest. <laughs> like, you know. So we're going to take oh. Alex's request for your game instead. Yeah. So. Yeah, I will uh, say this inspired me to get back onto Paper Jam, so I need to start nice. playing more Paper Jam. Yeah, I need uh, to, that I need fun. to buy a Mario and Luigi game. <laughs> Have I played it? Yeah, Paper Jam. Yeah, I, I, I beat it. Oh, you beat it? Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. So it's worth finishing. Yes. Okay, cool. Yes. I like it a lot. I enjoyed it's. It's kind of weird because it's sort of like in the middle of the franchise for me, but yeah. it's just because Bowser's Inside Story and the first were really, really good. Yeah. But like Paper Jam is 
a close third, but that really sells it short. Like, yeah. I really enjoyed Paper Jam. I would say I it's the, a really uh, good series, and it's you know third best in a very good series. Yeah. Like, you know, it doesn't yeah, seem yeah. like there's really a low point yet. So, you know, I don't know. Uh, that's uh, that's my outside commentary from uh, having not played any of these games. They look great. You know, buy these games. You know, so say it, Maybe. game that tune. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, cool. Well, yeah, great game. Thanks again to Alex for the request. And, uh, you know, nice job, Johnny, not paying attention. So uh, let's hope you do a little better <laughs> as you play the next, uh, play the next uh, set of songs. Let's do it. Game three.
That was sexy. That's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. Way to, way to start that off, sexy boy. <laughs> Alright, this game made a few slight changes to gameplay of previous games in the series by introducing new techniques. Uh, the dodge technique from the previous two games is replaced by an emergency evasion or attack deflector technique, which allows the player's character to roll away or towards the opponent. In the latter case, the player can have the ability to roll towards the opponent and end up at the other side. The player can also determine the height of their jump and perform small or high jumps. Additionally, the graphics for all the characters' sprites from the previous games were redrawn, and the commands for certain uh, moves were changed from previous games. <laughs> all right.
You guys mm. ready? Man, can I get more hints? I'm just... I come on, come on! Show us, Johnny. Uh, give, him, uh, give him a half-point hint, man. Let the guy have a shot. You I know. just did. David and I aren't changing our guesses. Okay! <laughs> oh, I got You're nothing. Screwed. You're come totally on, screwed. come on! Yeah. Sonic <laughs> and All-Star Racing Transformed. Final Fight 3. King of Fighters 96. Okay, John. Got it right. <laughs> yeah. I backed my way into that one. Uh, you know, I have I have a theory on you know exactly how I came to that conclusion. One, King of Fighters 14 came out like this week. Bingo! And, uh, <laughs> two, it's music that I don't know because I haven't played King of Fighters. <laughs> so, you know. I look up like the King of Fighters series. I'm like, okay, third one's King of Fighters '96. That seems like a safe bet. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> That's some um, good detective work there. Yeah, thank you. You know, they don't call me the best in the biz for nothing. <laughs> it's not just because I cheat in every game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, cheating, yeah. I've never trying. really, uh, I never really played much of the King of Fighters series. I'm trying to think. I had like Capcom versus SNK two on GameCube, but that's really yeah. my only exposure to like SNK fighting games. So, uh, kind of lost on this one. Uh, uh, but from what I've seen, I kind of want to get King of Fighters fourteen. It looks kind of oh. dope. Patrick says it's great. So, and he's yeah. my fighting game guru. So. The man knows his fighting games. I think I saw yeah. him put something on Facebook where somebody already came up with like a fucking infinite combo or something. I'm like, oh god damn it, not yeah. already. Like, <laughs> not already. I thought this series was dormant. You shouldn't be able to figure out infinite combos within the first week of the release of a new game in a dormant series. That's fucked up. Like, <laughs> but it's it's anyway. cool. Like, uh, like you know how Konami just decided to stop making games and make pachinko machines. SNK right. was like, well, fuck pachinko machines. We're gonna make video games again. Smart so, move. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Video games are so much better than Pachinko, at least here in America. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. You know, I, I don't understand Pachinko because we're not Japanese. Yeah. Um, but yeah. We're uh, not? You know, yeah. Huh? Did, did, <laughs> but but I put it. on such a convincing Japanese accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like the fighters. show that continues to get more racist. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah. So, uh, what's the what, you know what's the deal on uh, King of Fighters '96? Uh, I, I haven't played '96 specifically. Uh, I think mm. the first one I actually played was '98. But um, All right. I also played uh, Fatal Fury one and two, and some of those characters in there. They have a lot of like SNK characters. Like it's weird. Like they have like this whole. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Like a, a universe of like all these characters that interact with each other, like art of fighting characters, samurai right. showdown characters. Like pretty much any what? SNK game has some sort of representation in King of Fighters, which is oh, that's cool. cool. Like I didn't realize they crossed over Samurai Showdown. You know, they actually, you know, take it back. I played a little bit of Samurai Showdown. They uh, they had that in an arcade machine in the sandwich shop near my house when I was living in Gainesville. Yeah. So you're fucking right. I ate sandwiches and played Samurai Showdown. That game was um, sweet too. Dude, those games are fucking dope. And uh, sadly, the Super them up and coins come out. It's great. Yeah, the <laughs> Super NES version of Samurai Showdown is a pale imitation of the arcade version. Imagine oh, yeah. that. Um, but yeah, I didn't realize there was like a big SNK fighting game universe. That's fucking dope. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. I always wondered because there's like, anytime there's an SNK fighter, it's like, wait a minute, isn't aren't they from King of Fighters? But aren't they from like? Fatal Fury? Aren't, like, there's always people popping up in all of the games. 
Yeah. It's, it's, tight. A, it's a fun series. I've always liked the characters. Just a little bit more than the Street Fighter characters. I don't know why. Like, I I suck at both games, but I don't know. I just, <laughs> I just kind of like King of Fighters more. I don't know why. It's just I just do. And Terry yeah. Bogard has that sweet hat. If I can find that Fatal Fury hat, I will buy it. But That's I who I was trying it. to think of. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he throws the I feel hat. Like all the characters in this, that you know, I don't want to say you know they're not bland. They're all really interesting. They're all just I don't know. It's uh, you know, I guess it just comes from having not played the series. But I yeah. you know, I definitely remember seeing like promotional stuff with like Terry back in the day and being like, oh man, that looks pretty cool. I want to play that. Like, yeah, guy with blonde hair and a hat. Who's the Who's the karate guy with the really tall hair? Um. Uh, what the one with the shorts? The kickboxing yeah. dude, Joe. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, we're always seeing him. I'm like, yeah, that you know, that, that looks cool. I wish I had tall hair like that. I want to play these games. I wish I was Japanese, but <laughs> I'm not. I'm American. And I have really curly hair, and it gets tall in a different way. <laughs> it sounds like playing these games gives you some kind of existential crisis. <laughs> it does, man. <laughs> playing anything with super Japanese hair gives me and my fucking you know ridiculous Jufro that is not present right now because I you know cut my hair. You know, it gives me an existential crisis. I can never have anime hair. It pisses me off. <laughs> you know, how many animes do you see with people with curly fucking hair? None. <laughs> okay, moving like, forward, John is never allowed to play the Ace Attorney series. Yeah. <laughs> I love that series. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's my main thing. I'm envious of the character's hair in these games. So, you know. Uh, I wish I had played them more, but um, yeah, I'll have to pick up King of Fighters 14 because it seems like they actually might have like more fighters in that than like even like Smash Brothers, like oh yeah, know, that or even like Marvel vs. Capcom 2. I feel like didn't I see something where they have like 60 fucking characters or something in the new one? Like also uh, the game, whenever you usually you pick teams, like you pick three characters to play as. And so it's kind of like, I guess, uh, you would know Tekken Tag Tournament, kind of like that. But um, you can't tag in and out. It's like, you got this guy, and he lasts for as long as he does. So if you can take out the whole other team with one dude, awesome. If your first guy dies, you still got two other dudes. So you got to kind of be good with at least three characters or, you know... It's it's also a good way to, like, try out other characters, too. Or you can just go based on the... um, teams based on continuity and stuff so you can be like all fatal fury team or the all woman team or the yagami team and stuff so hmm that's a really cool mechanic i like that a lot because yeah you know you see too many people in like you know one-on-one fighting games who just stick with uh, the same fucking characters over and over again or in some of those tag games you know some of those characters uh you know they're, they're good but i don't know the the you know not being able to tag element adds a interesting uh interesting part to it so yeah and they, cool. they also have really cool backgrounds and stuff like snk does a good job with their fighters well fuck yeah man i'm glad they're making games again that's uh yeah. that's good news for people that like everything um <laughs> so yeah uh you know fuck pachinko hell yeah king of fighters um anything else uh, anything else on the series uh, are you having not played it yet recommending that we all go get king of fighters uh, 14 and yes. meet online for a battle because i'm in favor of that John, go buy a PS4. David, PS4. All of us, King of Fighters 14. And uh, we will go online, play some scrub rounds, and then all get owned by Patrick. So (laughs) that will be be how that that game goes. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, cool, man. Um, I say, uh, what do you think, John? Keep going? 
Yeah. Game four. start yeah
sweet. Good continuation. So, trivia on this game. Um, this game's story features eight different bosses, though only three of them are unique to this game. The primary boss from the previous games is featured in the story's cutscenes, but is never fought as the story ultimately reveals the greater threat that controls the bosses as well as the enemy army. <laughs> uh, do you guys need additional hints? I got one if you need it. No, I'm good. I'm can I give one? Additional hint is. Oh, I got have another. Despite not being part of this game's story, the game features cameos by Colonel Campbell, Mei Ling, and Otacon. 
So, <laughs> let's see Keith some guesses. Oh, okay. uh, let's see. John Regan says Metal Gear Solid 3. Jesse Moore says Metal Gear Solid 3. And David, for whatever reason, says Super Smash Brothers Brawl. Wow. Snake, you know who that is? You're kidding, right? It's Mario. Mario made his first appearance in 1981. And since then, he's become a worldwide phenomenon. There's probably not a single person who doesn't know Mario. He's that famous. Good thing I survived long enough to meet him on the field of battle, huh? This is a once-in-a-lifetime chance, Snake. Now get out there and show him what you're made of. No regrets. Got it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there's no getting, past, no getting anything past David. It's Super Smash Brothers Brawl. <laughs> <laughs> John, awesome. hit the correct sound. Oh. I thought that That's was the correct sound. <laughs> no, that was going to be the reveal when I hope... When hopefully all of you chose Metal Gear Solid 3. Uh, yeah, you know, fuck you, David. I figured you had it on the first <laughs> song, but I, you know, I wanted to use this game. You played, that, you played that first song, I was like, wait a minute, that's that's from Metroid Fusion. Metroid Fusion wasn't the third game. I know what this is. Mm. See, I tried to go through the game and pick the songs that I thought you would be least likely to have listened to <laughs> millions and millions of times, which is why I chose Metroid Fusion and... Uh, the fucking Fire Emblem that was song. Ike's theme from Fire Emblem Radiant Dawn. Yes, exactly. I didn't think you liked the Fire Emblem games very much, so I picked it. And uh, I don't, then but I really uh, like that song. <laughs> cap it off with some vague trivia and a little Metal Gear Solid music, and uh, yeah, that's uh, that's the trick I'm playing. So um, yeah, Super Smash Bros. Brawl is uh, fucking awesome. Sorry, uh, sorry for tricking John and Jesse so hard. Oh, um, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm the absurd king. Oh, and yeah, the chat window's going off too. They're pissed. (laughs) 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 That's great. Um, Yeah, Smash Bros. Brawl is fucking awesome. Um, You know, it filled in such a long time between you know it and Super Smash Brothers uh, for 3DS and Wii U. You know, I played the fuck out of that game, and yeah, I was super excited whenever uh, Solid Snake was revealed to be in the game because it was completely. You know, bonkers and out of left field. Yeah. Like, Snake's barely even been on a Nintendo system. And boom, he pops out of that box. You know, and all of a sudden, it's showtime. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, So, um, yeah, I assume we all have uh, years worth of fond memories of Smash Brothers Brawl. Oh, um, yeah, it, you know, added all the things we love about Smash Brothers, like final smashes and slipping at random. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hit. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. David likes Pit. You know, newsflash. Game that tune, listeners. <laughs> David <Yeah>. likes Pit. <laughs> um, David no, is a Kid yeah. fan. Prepare yourselves for the shock. Yeah, go on. <laughs> um, <laughs> the chat yeah. says that we should settle this and smash. <laughs> I think we should. <laughs> let's get an, let's get an eight player smash between the four of us and also everybody in our chat window. And uh, you know, oh, we'll no, uh, we'll we, settle we this like men. This in a online match in Smash Brothers Brawl, a five-minute match that'll take thirty-seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> God, man, I booted up uh, Brawl like a few months before Super Smash Brothers for Wii U came out, just to see like if there was any like server still online, and I couldn't tell what was going on. Like, huh. I either found the only server online 
and just like got fucked with really hard, or it just put me in a battle <laughs> against three computer players. I couldn't really tell what was happening. But it was crazy. I went online to play a game of Smash Brothers Brawl. It put me in a room with like, you know, three other people and they all ganged up on me and beat me like senseless. It was so mean. Wow. <laughs> so. You think it's like three friends just hang out online all day hoping somebody joins. <laughs> Honestly, yes. <laughs> like, that's there, kind there of... were people that do that cuz I remember I connected to a match and it was it was four of us on Shadow Moses Island and two of the guys were playing Snake. And they did the special taunt where the codec came on, and then they both kept killing themselves repeatedly. So it was just constantly snake, 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 oh, snake, 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 snake. Oh, oh fuck. my god! I, I remember that because you played yeah. that at my house. Yeah, <laughs> we were playing over there. Like, online. It's like, wait, these people are assholes. Yeah, <laughs> like this sucks. No. But I'm talking like you know a good six years after it came out, like trying you know, just oh just out of curiosity's sake. Hey, look, you can still get online, or can you? I don't know what's happening here. Actually, it's just you know three people fucking with me on the Sonic stage. Like I don't like this. I'm gonna go play something else. Um, but yeah, at its time, Smash Brothers was uh, Smash Brothers Brawl was the shit. Its online was never worthwhile. But uh, you know, Smash Brothers games were never about playing online. They were about sitting in a room with friends. And smashing it up, and then smashing each other up in anger when I lose the fight. Um, you Preferably know, yeah. with like very cheap pizza sitting in the box on the floor. Man, did you some guys ever had a never um, change? <laughs> did, did you guys ever had a rule for dirty fourth seas? The person who got eliminated first. Uh, not that I can remember. You know, it was always just you know, first out gets uh, gets rotated out. They never, you know, are you talking like some kind of humiliation or? Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, my group, whenever whoever was the first person who got uh, eliminated, they had to go online and read uh, like Star Trek slash fiction out loud, <laughs> and yes. it was a lot of fun. And it was also very distracting if you were still playing and you're hearing about like Kirk and McCoy going down on each other, and you're like, oh my god. Sweet. That's pretty good. That, uh, yeah. That adds a whole new element to Smash, but uh, yeah, man, it was uh, it was a great game. They added a lot of fun new items. They added the final smashes, which were fucking great. They added a bunch of new characters. Uh, you know, David. Besides Pit, obviously, who's your uh, who's your favorite character from Smash Bros. Brawl? Um, I really like playing as Wario, but Smash Bros. Brawl. This guy kind of gives me the creeps. That's Wario Snake. Wario first appeared as Mario's rival, but he really made his name in the WarioWare games. Watch out for Wario's bite. It's not just damage you take from it. What do you mean, Colonel? Wario loves garlic. He eats whole cloves of it day and night. So try not to get caught in his mouth. Once that smell gets on you, it'll stick to you for quite a while. That's a scary thought. He also attacks by farting. He can fart to fly around, too. By farting. Are you kidding me? Sadly, no. I am not kidding. If his belly starts to bulge, watch out. I fucking love all those codec calls. Yeah. <laughs> like, I seriously clipped them all in preparation for this discussion because they're just fucking Sweet. ridiculous. Like... Hearing the colonel from Metal Gear Solid describe things from, like, the Smash Brothers world in his super serious voice is awesome. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> the like, one can him you imagine the voice recording where it's just, I can picture yeah, David Hayter in my head in the booth by farting. 
farting. <laughs> oh, you know, man. honestly, though, Snake shouldn't be that surprised because he fights some really fucked up people himself. So I mean, he does, yeah, you know, he, like uh, a guy who shoots bees a... at him. Come on. Well, that wasn't that Snake. That was his. That was Big well, Boss. That's true. That's, that's, <laughs> so that's true. you know, spoiler alert that's on Metal Gear Solid okay. Three. Uh, Snake's Big Boss. Okay, a vampire. Um, yeah, exactly. A, a nano machine controlled vampire and uh, Psycho Mantis needs. Uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, nothing should seem weird after you fight Psycho Mantis. John, who's your favorite character in Smash Brothers Brawl? Um, it's probably, the one that introduced Sonic the Hedgehog. Said so it's the one that introduced Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, uh, let's say Sonic then, because I think you'll play that code. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best one. Snake, what is it? Something about that hedgehog rubs me the wrong way. <laughs> oh. You mean Sonic the Hedgehog? But everyone loves Sonic. He's a big star. Do you have any idea how excited people are that he's here in Brawl? Yeah, I know. But there's something about him I just don't like. But why? You must have some kind of reason. Nope. Just don't like him. <laughs> Snake expressing everything I feel towards Sonic. Although, I, uh, I believe you misspoke. If I'm not mistaken, the absolute best codec call is Captain Falcons. Oh, you know, actually, you're kind of right on that. It's <laughs> the rest of the show, people. Hey, that's Captain Falcon, isn't it? Good eye, Snake. He's F-Zero pilot number seven. You know, seeing Captain Falcon here reminds me, we should do that thing we've always wanted to try. Oh, yeah, that thing. Good idea. Okay, ready? Go! Falcon Punch! Falcon Kick! <laughs> Ugh, Otacon saying Falcon Kick is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so, Jesse, your favorite character in Smash? <laughs> Brawl. Kirby. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Snake, watch out! For what? That pink marshmallow? That's Kirby, also known as Kirby from Dreamland. Oh. He's from another planet. In other words, an extraterrestrial. He's got a powerful stomach that lets him swallow and digest anything. And he also has a copy ability that allows him to mimic opponents, steal their moves, and use those moves against them. On top of that, he has the power to fly around the stage. So once he's got you in his sights, there's no place to run. <laughs> yeah, got it. I'll keep an eye out. <laughs> I love the end of that one. <laughs> he just yeah. seems confused and disinterested. Like, uh, yeah, all right. Uh, <laughs> still just Kirby. <laughs> Please, I throw, I throw grenades. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Falco's where Slippy jumps in. I think it's Falco. Funny you should mention that. <laughs> I this is guys. Snake. Copy, Snake. This is Slippy. What? Who is this? <laughs> what are you? Some kind of frog? Easy there, buddy. Just thought I'd hop on the wireless and give you a holler. Don't get mad. Act right into my channel, huh? But I'm not here to mess nothing <laughs> up. Don't worry. <laughs> Just so you know, Falco uses a blaster and reflector that I designed, just like Fox does. 
but Falco will kick his reflector and send it flying around. Just showing off if you ask me. No reason a weapon can't have more than one use. In fact, I'd say its versatility shows how well you designed it. Hey, maybe so. I feel all fuzzy now. Thanks, Snake. Maybe next time we meet, you can design me a weapon. Yeah, there's some real seduction behind that. Uh, Did... Maybe you can design me a weapon. I'm, I'm just confused by Slippy saying he's hopping on the wireless. Like, is he from the 1910s? Like, nobody's called a radio the wireless in a long time. Hey, you don't know when any of these things take place, man. It's the Smash Brothers world. It could be happening, you know, it could be a long, long time ago. Or, you know, time could be cyclical. Who the fuck knows? You know. I, say, I, just, like, I think um, the world needs I think the world needs a Metal Gear Solid Star Fox crossover. That'd be fucking great. I think I mean Fox the world Hound, also needs like get a Get this guy off me. Yeah, you know, or a Metal Gear <laughs> 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 You just said that just to say that, didn't you? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. It works though. Know, so. But also Metal Gear Metal Gear Solid fighting game would be pretty great, especially if it was done like Smash Brothers. Metal Gear Brawled. See you later, folks. That's the end of the show. I still have a game. <laughs> <laughs> I still have a game. But yeah. Um, so yeah, Smash Brothers Brawl. It's uh, pretty classic. You know, mostly as you know, as we've talked about here for its inclusion of Snake, obviously. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, besides that, it seems like uh, seems like it's the least well. Uh, well liked of the Smash Brothers games at this point, which is sad because I really liked it. It was a lot of fun. That's weird. Uh, fuck, I know, love fuck the tournament scene. You know, I guess you know, I mean they really didn't like the random tripping element they added to the game. That would really piss me off if I was like a intense fighting game player. But uh, since most of my experience playing Smash Brothers involved you know me, Michael, and a bunch of weed, you know, I don't think the tripping ever bothered me. I think it more was like, oh, <laughs> you trip, bro. <laughs> so uh nice job. yeah you know always fond memories of smash so uh yeah should i play one Pull more codec for the ice climbers wolf and the pokemon trainer ah uh, yeah i mean i don't miss the other two pokemon i like just having charizard charizard's awesome <laughs> you know um yeah i can't i like being able to switch and watching pokemon trainer in the background i can't believe cool. they got rid of the ice climbers they were they were cool wolf yeah I'm rather indifferent towards Wolf. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he didn't do enough to dis- yeah. didn't do enough to distinguish himself from Fox. Yeah, but uh, last one, just because I love the Colonel talking in that super serious voice. <laughs> the swordsman's gonna be tough to beat. Fighting Ike, eh, Snake? Ike is the leader of the Grail Mercenaries. He may look too refined to be a fighter, but he has one heck of a sword arm. Yeah, he's swinging that two-handed sword around with only one hand. I don't even want to get near him. That's the Holy Blade of Ragnell. It's an extremely powerful sword. Yeah, I just wanted to get to the part where he says, Holy Blade of Ragnell. That's an elaborate name for a penis. (laughs) (laughs) That is what we'll all be referring to our penises as tonight. On. I was kind of hoping that you were going to pull up the Bowser clip just to hear him say, the great and terrible Bowser. <laughs> That's the great and terrible Bowser, Snake. Whenever they saying that. Whenever they make a fucking Metal Gear movie, I was going to say, they need Kurt Russell doing that John Wayne voice to be the fucking colonel. <laughs> like, you know. 
That's what that's what's gotta happen. That's the great and terrible Bowser. We're gonna circle the Goombas around. <laughs> well, all right, Snake, you gotta fight Luigi. Uh, uh, yeah, we're moving on. I'm not gonna play the Luigi clip. That'll just, that'll be in bonus time because the Luigi clip's also the best one. But anyway, Smash Brothers balls the shit. Yeah. Thanks for everybody for putting up with all my sound clips, John. Let's uh, let's move it on to the final game. All right, can't wait for this game five. that movie man really going obscure on this last one <laughs> if, if betsy wasn't asleep i'd let her play and she'd get it right Might be the fastest like song. That John was, <laughs> oh, what's that, David? I like to think that John. I like to think that John was just thinking to himself, "Crap, I already used Sonic 3. What am I gonna play?" <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you are one hundred percent correct. Why didn't I make a Smash <laughs> Channel three? <laughs> All right. So the trivia for this game is that it was heavily featured in Tobey Maguire's film debut. my segment less than a minute <laughs> yeah that, that was impressively snappy yeah, it makes me wish i'd played more codec calls <laughs> <laughs> so um i'm Always sorry time. can i get an extra hint for half point <laughs> um this film also featured christian slater <laughs> Wait, not about the film you jackass <laughs> oh i'm sorry oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck all right. Uh, do uh, do we even see. need to hold them up? Let's, come on, guys. Just show me that you all wrote Super Mario Bros. 3. I don't think Jesse wrote anything. I can't read it, but I'll just give him it anyway. It it. I did write it. <laughs> well. Well, well. Well, well, well. <laughs> you know, I didn't think anybody would dare go the Super Mario Bros. 3 route for, uh, for 
for this episode or for any episode yeah, of this show. But leave it to Johnny. Was do it, it was gonna be John. <laughs> we we're coming full circle, folks. If you've if you heard our first episode, you know you should have expected this. <laughs> first episode, thirty first episode. You know some things never change. Hey, John will play the most obvious music possible. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to do an episode soon, soon about number twos, and uh, you know, give you an opportunity to play that. The poop episode. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. You know, yes, thank was, you, John. God damn, John! I thought I could maybe just left and leave the joke unsaid, just leave it dangling out there. But no, it just yeah. I was I had to pinch it off. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, man. Um, Super Mario Brothers three is good. So bad. <laughs> it is definitely um, a game. Yes. That is the third in I, the series. I, I did not even look up trivia about Super Mario Brothers. I just looked up trivia about the wizard. Why did you, be honest, did you have to look it up or did you just fucking know it? <laughs> what, the wizard? You know. Well, I, did, I mean, I know you know, I, I know you I had, know of the wizard. Yeah, I knew that it, uh, that it was North America's debut of Mario Brothers 3 was the wizard. But yep. I did not know until I was looking this up that Tobey Maguire was in it. <laughs> So that became the least guy. important was, detail of that yeah, movie. Was going to say, who is Tobey Maguire? He's like an uncredited kid? goon. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't even think he's a goon. I think he's just like a kid at Universal who's there for like the you know for the video game oh. thing. But uh, yeah, fuck the wizard. No. Uh, it was a it was a fun commercial back in you know whatever 1990 when I saw it. I don't think I saw it in theaters, but we definitely rented it, and it definitely made me want to play Super Mario Bros. 3. So, um, yeah, highly effective. You know, great Christian Slater, great Bo Bridges. Um, <laughs> we're not talking about The Wizard, though. Fred we're talking Savage. about Super Mario Bros. 3. Yeah, no, see, I'm, the not great Fred Savage. You know, the only great people in that movie are Christian Slater and Bo Bridges. <laughs> and that kid that had the power glove. Again, not I talking about The Wizard. <laughs> I think we're also it's like in, in the in the list of great people in the wizard we're missing the guy who says ninja guy den hi yeah okay uh, knew that was coming <laughs> David Super Mario Brothers three is your favorite game is it not <laughs> it is my favorite game so about the wizard yeah as as I have nothing left to say about my favorite game I will talk about the wizard <laughs> yeah I love Super Mario Brothers three so much yeah. Uh, I'll say that game, uh, I mean, Mario 3 blew my fucking mind when I first played it. With the right. sheer number of power-ups, like, it was just, it was awesome. And it's still awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's always what I was looking yeah, at when was... I was playing the game, is number of power-ups. <laughs> uh, this one only has four. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those but, uh, games where, like, as time goes by and I look back on it, it's like, I definitely see how the game has aged. And like how technology has held it back, but every time I play it, I still have fun. Like, damn, I still love that game. I mean, who like not saying like who the fuck cares how it's aged, but like I feel like it's a pretty fucking perfect NES game. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of unrivaled as like top five of like platformers of all time. Like, the game's just great, and you can't necessarily compare it to what they're doing now in games because it's not now in games. It was twenty five years ago. So, you know, at the time, the game was fucking mind-blowing. And it might have only been, you know, 
equaled or surpassed in like platforming awesomeness by Super Mario World, and that was using a different that was using an upgraded system. You know, like I mean, the Mario games, you know, for they had a couple of years there, you know, before they faded into obscurity where they were really really good. <laughs> you know. Not sure what's happened to that series since Super Mario Bros. 3 and Super Mario World, but uh but man, those were a great swan song for the you know, unknown lost icon Mario. Um, I like how you're saying this as we played a Mario spinoff earlier in this episode. <laughs> yes, and a fighting game starring Mario. <laughs> um, yeah, I literally played a clip describing how how famous Mario is. Uh, <laughs> Doing that deep but yeah, I Mario. Mean, you know, I think it's like you said one of the times we've talked about this game. It's like, or yeah, you were talking to your wife about it, and she's like, "How did you? How do you know all these things about this game?" And you're just kind of like, you know, I don't know. As far as I know, you things. just jump here and there's a one up. I just, I know. Yeah, that. exactly. I don't remember who told me to, you know, duck on the white blocks and you know go behind the, the stage, but you know, yeah. was it the wizard? the wizard? It might have been. That's <laughs> so, why I learned it. Yeah. Maybe that was it, because you know, I always just chalk that up to you know exploration and my older brother's intuitiveness. But you know, time has made a fool of me on that one. Um, <laughs> you know, That's one of the, the game's just great. One of the things that it, I love about this game is there are so many like little details and moments and just things in this game that are there just because. Yep. Like a lot of old NES games, like when they had a cool mechanic or an idea, they used it and they used it a lot. But this game, there's the Angry Sun, which only appears in two levels. Thank there's goodness. the boot, which is only in one level. <laughs> the boot. There's yeah. the there's the level in Giant World where there are doors where you can shrink the enemies back to normal size. Mm-hmm. That appears in one level. Like <laughs> yeah. other games would use that crap a lot. Yeah. That'd be like the whole like centerpiece of the game. It'd be like, well, this is our game defining mechanic. We'll make, you know, a really shitty hard NES game out of this. Nah. Let's just use this for one level and then do something completely different. How about a pipe maze? Yeah, okay, sounds like a fucking nightmare, but let's do it. Like, yeah. like, how about levels that are like scrolling and vertical and shit and like, you know, oh god. You know, was this the one where, you know, you could go up into the sky world and was this like the first one where it was like the scrolling level with the fly, like the wing beetles on it? Yeah, the set uh, of beetles. Yeah, that was, you know, that level I think when I was a kid was my nightmare. Like I, you know, Tried to beat it, you know, a lot before, like, oh, fuck it, warp whistle, I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> like, you know, fuck those beetles. I don't want to get into that castle anyway. It's a lame castle. It's an asshole castle. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Warp whistles. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> warp, warp whistles, which literally can take you to the end of the game, all contained within the first world of the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice ideas. Nice little hidden bits. So, uh, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, a fight where Bowser commits suicide. Spoiler alert, it's, uh, it's a sad and depressing finish to the Bowser saga here in Super Mario Bros. 3. You know, felled by his own hubris and the strength of his ass. Uh, <laughs> you know man, that's a strong liked, ass. This little touch I yeah. liked in the game was mm. in Bowser's castle, the statues of Bowser that shot the laser beams out. Yes. I always thought those were badass. And they freaked me out the first time that happened. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh shit, those things mean business. <laughs> uh, but um, 
yeah. but I always love the fact that Bowser's Castle had a checkerboard floor. <laughs> like that, I can, like, it just yeah. it looked different from everything else in the game, and it always yeah. stuck out to me. There's and then you know, it, Bowser's scar face. <laughs> it, <laughs> it blew my mind when they brought that back for uh, like Bowser Castle '64. It's like, oh, the checkerboard floor, yeah. Like, and uh, I'm talking like Mario Kart '64. You're like driving through, and it's like, oh, it's Bowser's tacky checkerboard floor. <laughs> yep, there's the Bowser's Castle. We pick know. it up, pick it up, pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> And Bowser uh, comes in so. sweet trombone solo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're describing Johnny's dream game here. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, any other? Uh, I mean, there's nothing to say about the actual game. Any any other like nice little touches from Super Mario Bros. Three that oh. stand out? Yeah, what? always love that Tanuki suit and the Mario statue. Somebody um, in the chat mentioned that, <laughs> like. Like somebody in the chat mentioned, if you can beat Bowser in the frog suit, you're a gaming god. <laughs> I bet that's true because you you can barely fucking move in that thing. Yeah. And that's like, one thing that's kind of fun in those old games is to go back and play them with some like artificial restriction on yourself. You know, like yeah, yeah I'm never gonna get a mushroom. We'll see how I can do this. <laughs> you know, right? Yeah, if you can make it through any part of that game wearing that frog suit, <laughs> you're really a fucking gaming god. That thing was not particularly useful. <laughs> Even to the water levels, I feel like it was more of a liability. (laughs) That actually brings up um, another really cool detail point. If you beat one of the Koopalings while you're wearing the frog suit, the hammer suit, or the tanuki suit, the king says different stuff to you. Ah, I think if you in the hammer suit, it's like, oh, that's a fancy set of clothes. I wish I could have something like that. Ha ha ha. Hammer suit. That one was awesome. If you're in the Tanuki suit, he calls you, like, a friendly raccoon. Of course. <laughs> uh, Mario's first nothing. exploration into fursuits. <laughs> <laughs> Turning away from that conversation right now. Yeah, yeah the Hammer Brother suit was amazing. Hell I yeah, love being man. able to kill Thwomps with a hammer. Yeah. Mm. Yep, it was... Uh... It was an all-time classic, you know. And yeah, any anything that would let you kill a thwomp was uh, was awesome. Yeah. Oh, and what about yeah, you know, yeah, you know, we could go on for hours about how awesome Super Mario Bros. Three was. So that's coming soon. Super Mario Bros. Three episode from Game That Tune. We're gonna <laughs> no. play, you know, the fifteen minutes worth of soundtrack, and then like just talk, you know, at length about every single level of Super Mario Bros. Three. Our in-depth discussion is literally just, oh, remember this one part? Yeah, that was so cool. Remember this part? Oh, that was so cool. You don't listen to many, like, you know, exploration podcasts, do you? (laughs) Yeah. The, uh... Yeah, pretty much any time somebody makes a podcast that's just talking about something, you know, from the past, it's like, yeah, remember this? Oh, yeah, that was awesome. (laughs) Like, you know, so... We can uh, we can start our foray into that anytime we want, because <laughs> we remember things and they were awesome. Um, so yeah, uh, good game, guys. Uh, I guess that's the uh, that's the end of the tunes. So I On believe that note, let's return to our regularly scheduled programming of Kodak calls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, game that don't Kodak. tempt me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> Um, so yeah, J- uh, David, thanks uh, thanks for repairing the calculating computer. It's back online now, is it not? It is, man. Akuma did a number, but I got the calculating computer all fixed up. New and improved, even. John, so, would uh, you John? like to do the honors? Uh, yeah, let me flip the switch here. Calculating computer activated. Ooh. Computers, 
Leaves. George Lucas slamming his dick in Scoring complete. Perfect. A flawless counting computer. John Harrington. And a perfect capper to my all Snake Smash Brothers discussion. <laughs> Snake Smash Brothers win jingle. Ah, oh, man. Yeah, great game tonight, guys. Uh, you know, I think, uh, I think it was a lot of fun. Awesome to have another victory under my belt since I was felled so early in August. Absurdity. Um, the absurd king cares not for your tone. <laughs> <laughs> the absurd king don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's time to drive, drop the highfalutin axe and start cursing more, absurd king. Um, I hope you wear that until December. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> Please just be, <laughs> at least have it sitting in the background, like on a pedestal, for every episode of the show. <laughs> yeah, and only put it on when you need to make like a really serious point. Um, but yeah, here let so, me put on my crown for my serious point. That's the great and terrible Bowser. <laughs> the great and terrible Bowser, partner. Yeah. God. <laughs> uh. So, um, you know, in uh, preparing for this episode, I also uh, did not think about the possibility of me winning. Um, so, as such, I didn't choose a theme for next episode, so I guess we're just going to have to do a free play. <laughs> Game that too. Free play. Hell yeah, motherfucker. All I'm thinking about right now is, is George Lucas slamming his dick in the microwave. Fucking me! Fucking me! So yeah. <laughs> it needs more Tim Allen. It's twice one night. <laughs> We've had George Lucas's dick in a microwave come on. It's legendary, man. That's going to be a part of every computerized sound going forward on the show. That's what you get for obsessing over something. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, next episode, straight up free play. Everybody choose what they want. If you're making a request, you know, request anything you want, hit us up. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at jgangsta187. You can follow Johnny on Twitter at... JP Regan JR. Yep, you can follow Jesse on Twitter at Sega underscore Legend. Yup, you can follow David August Absurdity Champ, the Absurd King, which should go into your Twitter bio on Twitter at DFD Fleming. Awesome. I'm gonna go kill my dog for ruining the end of the show. And in the meantime, Johnny, take us out with that bonus music. It's the Final Destination theme from Super Smash Brothers Brawl. Peace out, y'all.
Punch-Out! is copyright 2009, Nintendo of America Incorporated. Mario & Luigi Bowser's Inside Story is copyright 2009, Nintendo of America Incorporated. King of Fighters 96 is copyright 1996, SNK Corporation of America. Super Smash Bros. Brawl is copyright 2008, Nintendo of America Incorporated, and HAL Laboratory Incorporated. Super Mario Bros. 3 is copyright 1990, Nintendo of America Incorporated. That guy with the mustache. Ah, you mean the king of second bananas? Hey, that's Luigi. Show him a little respect. Look at that pale skin. He's been living in his brother's shadow for too long. That's a low blow, Colonel. Ah, face it, Snake. Once a kid brother, always a kid brother. Colonel, what's gotten into you? Lolly Lule Lo. Lolly Lule Lo. Lolly Lule Lo. Colonel, snap out of it. Colonel! Colonel!